Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton, and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered. Or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed, and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For season two, I'm focusing on energy and things that positively increase our energy. The heliotropic effect states that all living systems are inclined toward or attracted to that which is life-giving, toward positive energy. All human beings flourish in the presence of positive energy. For season two, I'm inviting guests who provide this positive energy for me and I think you'll find yourself attracted to their positive energy as well. My guest today is Shauna Tobiasen. Shauna and I work in the same building, and we used to meet down in the first floor conference room and talk about things that made us laugh, made us angry or frustrated or shake our head, and made us happy. We have shared many life journeys with each other. Shauna is someone who fills me with positive energy, and I'm looking forward to talking with her again and hearing what's been brightening her day. But first, I'm going to share the three things that have brightened my day. The first thing is Starbucks pink drink. (laughs) Normally, I would never order a pink drink from Starbucks. I usually order Americanos with a little cream, rarely sugary coffee beverages, and never fruity drinks. But the other day, my daughter was homesick with a head cold, and she asked if we could go through the drive-thru to get her a strawberry frappuccino. I felt bad for her congested little self, so I said, sure. I ordered the strawberry frappuccino and proceeded to the window to pay. When I arrived, the lady was holding up a venti, I never get a venti, that was pink and looked like it had strawberries in it. In a kind voice, I said, that's not what I ordered. I ordered, and she sweetly interrupted me and said, this is on the house if you'd like it. It's a pink drink, strawberries and coconut milk. The person in front of you ordered two and realized she only needed one. I couldn't say no to that. Plus, she also had my daughter's tall strawberry frappuccino. Well, color me pink. It was delicious and lightly strawberry, not overwhelming. And so refreshing. I didn't really know I'd like coconut milk, but it was delicious. It was gone by the time we got home, and we only live five minutes away from Starbucks. So if you're thirsty and like strawberries and coconut milk, I highly recommend it. The second thing that has brightened my day is back to school clothes shopping. Uh, As you guessed, I'm a little late to the game because, quite honestly, Aria has been wearing her summer clothes these first few weeks of school. But it's turning a bit nippy outside, so she wanted some warmer clothes. We bought a few things locally, and I also ended up ordering her a fleece jacket from Land's End. When it arrived, it was the softest, silkiest fleece I have ever felt. I was so jealous that they didn't come in adult sizes. I just wanted to rub my face in it. It was so soft. When I showed it to Aria, she just hugged it and put it on as fast as she could. She was rubbing her hands up and down her arms, and it reminded me of something my dad used to do when I would get something new. 
I'd put it on to show him, and he'd always say to me, let me see how it hugs. And I would always run into his arms and give him a big hug. So I said to Aria, let me see how it hugs. Oh, did it hug well. The other day, I got a new sweater, and Aria looked at me and said, Mommy, let me see how it hugs. It just warmed my heart. The third thing that has brightened my day is something I found at Barnes & Noble. It looks like a large box of matches, and on the box it says, Spark Kindness. And inside are 50 faux matchsticks with sayings on them that cultivate generosity and compassion. For example, volunteer your time or donate to a good cause. Or make sure the first words you say each day are kind ones. You know, science tells us that small acts of kindness have a big impact. I'm giving this box as a gift to my supervisor because she recently did an act of kindness for me that gave me a huge positive energy boost. And I can't wait to see the look on her face when she opens the box. And speaking of positive energy, here's a tip for the day. At the end of each day, ask yourself or someone close to you, what's the best thing you did for someone today? If you're attending a meeting or an event or having to do an errand you're not looking forward to, remind yourself that you're going to ask, what was the best thing you did for someone while you're doing it? It will change your focus and energy into something positive. My guest today is Shauna Tobiasen. Shauna is a senior analyst on the Centralized Public Employees Retirement System, PERS, services team with the Department of Administrative Services. Shauna manages the statewide PERS reporting file and assists with designing and implementing new legislative processes. Shauna considers herself a professional organizer and loves to help people ditch the drama and purge mental and physical clutter. We all need someone like Shauna in our life, and I'm thrilled to have her as my guest today. Welcome, Shauna. Thank you, Lisa. I'm excited to be here. I'd like to know a little more about your professional organizer title. Let's say that you were to walk into a messy office. Do you have a method that you follow or where do you start? Oh, my goodness. Well, the title is really just because organizing is something that comes very natural to me. I've been doing it forever. And in my job, I get to do it with people and processes and systems and physical spaces. And I guess the process that I follow is I just start by getting everything out in the open. Then the second step would be ditch the waste. What can you get rid of? whether it's drama or physical belongings or unneeded steps in a process. And then what's left is what you're working with. And then that's that's the fun part and the easy part to just kind of put that into order. It's like process improvement for your workspace or your desk or your mind. You're getting mm-hmm. rid of the clutter in many different ways. That's so cool. And do you make house calls? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> okay. Well, stay tuned on that one. <laughs> I'd love to hear about the three things that have brightened your day lately. All right. The first thing that I wanted to share that's been really brightening my day lately is matcha. Matcha is a green tea, but it's ground into a very bright, vibrant green powder. 
I had to give up coffee a number of years ago and it was devastating to me. Like I was really, I just like couldn't get over it. I was just totally like sad sacking around about it for months, even years. I just couldn't accept it. And I tried supplementing that first morning coziness with other things like tea. And let's be honest, that's just dirty water. I tried every <laughs> kind of tea. I just couldn't get there. And then I tried matcha and it was okay. It was a little better, but it just was still lacking something. And then I found these nut pod creamers, which are all, you know, clean, no additives. And I found this one called toasted marshmallow. I mixed that and like iced it and shook it with this matcha tea and it just burst the most beautiful, delicious drink. And so it totally brought back like joy in my heart on a daily basis. And I have also kind of implemented like a ritual where I drink it. It's the first thing I have in the day and I fast for 16 hours. So I don't eat until usually 10 or 11. I break my fast with that cup of matcha and I guard that time. I don't usually let my husband talk to me <laughs> while I'm drinking it. I only do stuff I want to do, which usually is working, right? So I'll pick favorite things I'm working on and I just take like 20 minutes to a half hour to really like savor the drink and kind of just honor myself a little bit with not doing too much stuff that stresses me out. So is it a powder form that you put into water or is it already in liquid form? Like how do you, how do you get the matcha? It's a a green ground tea. So you don't steep it. So Mm. what I do is mix the powder with a little stevia and some hot water. And then I add ice and cold water and the nut pods and I shake it in a shaker gets kind of frothy. Oh, Mm -hmm. fascinating. So you can have it hot or cold. You can have it hot or cold. I haven't liked it as much warm. I think I've just gotten kind of hooked on the iced version, but I'm sure it's delicious. Traditionally, it's probably usually drink warm. Yeah. Okay. What's the second thing that's brightened your day? The second thing lately has been yoga. And honestly, I've been taking a class with your friend Bhagavati. Oh, wonderful. She's an amazing teacher. She is. And I've been doing yoga for a couple of years now. And I've always exercised because you're supposed to and it's good for your body, but I never like truly enjoyed it. But yoga is like transformative, the stretching, the movement, the strength, the breath work that goes with that. The whole thing just makes me feel physically and emotionally grounded. Mm. And so I try to make time for it at least five days a week if I can. You said your your morning ritual is matcha to break your fast. Are there certain poses that sort of waken your body or start the whole yoga process for you? Or do you follow just whatever you feel like doing that day? I'm old now in my 40s. <laughs> right there with you, old. sister. <laughs> I know. So, so I usually choose a routine that's focuses on an area that's kind of achy or stiff or feels like it needs opening up. And for me, that's usually hips. I have just chronic hip instability. So Mm. I really like those hip openers. But overall, I mean, yoga, usually I do a good hour long session and it's full body. So you just afterwards, like everything just feels opened up. Yeah. I went through a real phase where I was really following a yoga instructor's video and doing, I think it was a 30 day challenge. I even think it even made it on one of my podcasts. I have a hard time with it. I stuck with it for about 75 days. And then I just, I don't know, I I went back to running, but I completely hear what you're saying as far as 
first of all, yoga isn't for sissies, if you will. It's <laughs> it's tough. It's a full body workout. Yeah. I would sweat when I would do some of those moves. And holding some of those poses, you are igniting muscles that maybe haven't been used in a long time. What would you say is the number one benefit that you experience? Is it that opening up or is it flexibility? What What is it for you? Well, I would say three things. For me, it's the strength training and building muscle. Two is the flexibility, just feeling not stiff. Mm. And three, it's the meditation of it, the being in touch with your breath for that hour and just focusing on your body and feeling your body move and feeling your breath and not thinking about 90,000 other things has totally changed my mental health. Good for you. Keep at it. I know you'll experience those benefits for years to come, I'm sure. What's the third yeah. thing that has brightened your day? <laughs> the third thing is probably kind of silly, but for me, it's minimalism. Mm, okay. What is minimalism for you? Minimalism for me started about five or six years ago when I was really struggling. Just emotionally, I just, we had moved into a larger house, which just felt all consuming. And I was just struggling with the demands of life and, but mainly struggling with just the house. I felt like I was just being suffocated by caring for the house. Mm. And so I went on this quest of, minimizing things. And I ended up over like the first two years, just getting rid of over 400 items like <gasps> sold or purged. Wow. Um, yeah. And just cut our belongings down to this. What do we truly need to use on a daily basis? And the got rid of the rest. And of course, like our house is still, you know, it doesn't just look like an empty room with a chair in it, but it's, so much more manageable. And in that process, I saved money. I learned to be creative and improvise instead of buying something. I got really into and learned about environmentally conscious and sustainable materials. And it really ended up just becoming sort of an ethos that's poured into every part of my life. But the part that really brings me joy is that I buy so little that when I do get to buy something, it doesn't feel like a chore. I get to really think through and research the thing that I want to purchase. Mm. And I search for that thing that I'm willing to commit to caring for, for its lifetime. I mean, down to like the other day, we had to replace some of our kitchen storage containers. And I went on this hunt for like sustainable all coordinating, like, you know, so it's like, every time I have to replace something, I'm very selective. And the result is that our house feels a really curated, everything kind of goes together. It's all very purposeful. Mm. It's mostly sustainable materials. And it feels like a peaceful refuge. There's not a lot of clutter to speak of. Cleaning has become super easy because I don't really have to tidy anything up. It's really just deep cleaning now. You know, I don't, there's nothing to put away really. It's just completely changed. And now, especially that we're working from home, I'm so grateful because it's not a place that feels stressful to be. Yeah. I've heard the phrase, the state of your room reflects the state of your mind. Or I think you could insert anything in room. The state of my work desk reflects the state of my mind. And I'm with you when things are orderly and not cluttered, and it's easy to see what I have and easy to get to it. It does affect how you feel. It does affect your mental state. 
It totally does. And I think it really was messing with me. And I, you know, I grew up in a house. My mom is, she is a stuffed person. It, every inch of the walls are covered. And so wow. I think in my twenties, it was like, I did what I knew, right. It was like, well, we need stuff in our house. And so it was like, I just kind of kept collecting things because it's what I knew, but I just got more and more stressed, more and more stressed. And then in my thirties and forties, I did the opposite. And now I've really found, I feel like who I really am. And I think it's so interesting because it pours over into work too, where it's like, now when I have a big project or there's stuff going on, I get the newest chaotic thing comes across my desk. It's like, okay, well, let's break it down one thing at a time, right? I'm not doing 15 things at a time. And so it's just that really like everything is purposeful and at a comfortable pace and focused. And I think people sometimes look at that and they're like, oh my gosh, that person's type A or that must be stressful, but it's totally the opposite. It's Mm -hmm. like, I have allowed myself space and room for everything that I need. You've inspired me to go and maybe just start with the easiest room, right? Start with, get the, get the easy Mm -hmm. win, the simple win and see what do I really need in here and what do I not and be able to get rid of some of that clutter and then maybe start to tackle some of those bigger areas that might seem daunting. Starting easy and working your way up is the best way to do it. And we have so much emotion tied to our possessions and Mm -hmm. feeling like we need to keep something because somebody gave it to us or sentimental or whatever. Well, you're still going to have that memory. Mm -hmm. Does it bring you joy right now having it in this drawer? Or would an empty drawer bring you joy? People are so funny, like negative space, right? We have this thing like negative space, like an empty drawer. Well, the first thought is like, well, what could we put in here? I got to tell you, having a few empty cupboards in my house is like the most amazing thing. We have one room in our house with nothing in it, just an empty room. And that is where I go and do yoga. Shauna, you have inspired me on so many levels today. The things that have brightened your day are giving me inspiration. So thank you for brightening my day. Anytime. I'm so glad. And if you ever need help with your your purging journey, you just call me. Thank you for tuning in to Brighten Your Day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at HiltonLisaB at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production and special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.